Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Straightforward Farming Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Reed, alongside Nick McCormick. Nick, what's new today? It's getting cold out. Winter's here. It is. Terrible cold. I'm not happy about it. Not either. Weather's saying we might have a white Christmas this year. Yeah, it's probably about time, I suppose. I can't decide on the local news because they've been talking about this for like, oh, two days now. And it'll be like next Wednesday or Thursday before this storm gets here. And I can't decide if they're pumping this up for ratings or if there actually really is something coming. Yeah. You know? We've always got to get way out ahead of this just to keep you watching and yeah. then up oh, fizzled out. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Go to go to town and get bread and milk anyway, though. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll just have to see. It's that time of the year. It should be cold, I suppose, but yeah. I'm enjoy it. If these temps hold true next week, they're saying a high of like 10 degrees by Friday. Yeah, spectacular. That's just getting too cold for me. That's, you know, I don't mind a little bit of winter, but. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm just glad we finally got some water, though. I yeah. ended up with an inch, basically an inch and a half of rain there two days ago. I mean, prior to that, I, the ground wouldn't hardly even freeze. I mean, there wasn't no moisture to. No moisture there to freeze it. Yeah, yeah exactly. So. Yeah, I'll get our subsoil moisture replenished. Get, yeah. Get those tiles settled in and cleaned out and start running. And, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, you laid some tile this fall. Yeah. Yeah. I had, had a farm tiled. Same guy that did yours. Did a great job. I'm pretty tickled. Yep. Hopefully that uh, that makes a farm out of it. So Yeah. Between the tile and all the drainage ditches and everything getting yeah. all cleaned out at once. Yeah. I mean, the odds of that all happening in one year like it has, you know. Slim and none. Yeah. 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 It couldn't have been a better fall for Thailand. I mean, no. it wasn't in there rutting it up. And so I'm expecting a drought next summer. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a 95% chance it's going to drought now. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, so if it does, you can blame me. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. That, that farm needed that. Yeah, I did. So. That's pretty flat up through there. Yeah, just nowhere for it to go. It's kind of the bottom of a bowl. Yeah. So. And that should be pretty good soil. You know, some of this down here can have so much clay in it that tile don't work that well because the water can't get through it anyway. Yeah. That farm should be pretty good for that. So. Yeah. The tile guy was, was pretty impressed with how thick the black dirt was. Was he? So, yeah. yeah. He said I ought to be good shape. Of course, I suppose they always tell you that. Well, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want him to get done and be like, man, you wasted your yeah. time there. That ain't going to work for shit. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you got any big winter projects going on? Oh, yeah. We got redoing a – oh, my air seeder's got a three-point on it, basically. It's basically an air cart with a three-point on it and then a toolbar, and I'm building a new toolbar for the back of it, switching the row units around, getting rid of the drill-style row units and putting planter row units on it. So yep. better yep. depth control, et cetera. Yep. So I'm pretty excited about that if they ever get the pieces all cut out so I can start putting it together. So Yeah. Running into any availability issues on anything else, or, or is everything else you're going to be able to put back on it? Or nothing on that. I don't think I'll have any issues on any of that stuff. I think all that'll be okay. But yeah, but yeah. So far, I haven't anyway. But stuff in the shop, you, it's just hit and miss. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ryan Peter was telling me he was. Oh, he said it was a spe- specific part on a turbo for a yeah. truck, and I and I forget what he said. He'd already been waiting. God, was it? Three, four weeks, my—I forget what it was. Something like that. And yeah. They basically could give him no timeline on when it was going to come in. I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah, he was supposed to give me the number on that, see if I could track one down. But. 
Oh, I told him to call you. You know, I you may have. haven't heard back from him yet, but I think I, I mean, there's always, there's one sitting everywhere if you can find it usually. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of being able to find it. Well, and the bad part is, is some of these dealers are protecting that stuff, which I get, yeah. you know. <clears throat> so if you're not a customer currently, they're not going to sell it to you where a guy like you might be a customer, so you might be able to get your hands on it. Yeah. You know, and a lot of, it, it's crazy. I mean, I tried to order some stuff today. I could get 90% of it, but I couldn't get a couple of things. Fortunately, I have them in stock. I was just going to refill. Yeah. They're supposed to be in by mid-February. So I'll get by the job. I got to come in for it. I've got enough stuff to do it. So, yeah. I just can't believe this shit ain't got lined out. I mean. Nobody wants to work. You know, it, uh, it's unfortunate, but that's the world we live in. And when everything you make is, or everything you have is made in China, you know, somebody over there has got to yeah. make it. You got to ship it. Then you got to have somebody unload it at the dock and somebody to transport it, you know, to the warehouses here and distribute it from there. Yep. Yeah, I was talking to my cousin, Kevin, the other day. You know him. And that's what him and I was talking. There was something. He runs a Massey Combine, and it's a fairly new one. I mean, I don't know if it's a couple, three, four years old, but it's not like it's an ancient combine. Mm-hmm. And he said uh, right at the end of harvest, the water pump went out of it, and he said they was done with it when it went out, you know, yeah. so it wasn't huge. So they took it to the dealer, and I thought he said it was six weeks getting a water pump for that combine. He's like, you know, what the hell would we have done if we was in the middle of harvest? I mean, <laughs> Got a different combine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's getting to the point now we're all going to have to go back and everybody have two 2388s sitting around just so you got something to. What irritates me is, I mean, I spend a fortune trying to outguess what I think I'm going to need to put it on the shelf, and I was bad about that before. Well, now I've doubled down ten times as bad, it seems like. And it's worked out in a couple instances. I needed a water pump from for one of our tractors this fall, and I had it. But uh, getting another one, from what I hear, would have been a would have been an issue. You know, yeah. I'm going to have it in time to have another one back in stock when it, you know by the time we get around to using them again. But and the weird part is, is there's nothing to a water pump. I mean, <laughs> no, you know, the housing that's not changing whether they're no. rebuilding or whatever. I mean, there's yeah, there's not there's not that many pieces to a water pump. Unreal. Does this have a Cummins in it, or is that? Did I'm they, not sure. They switch engines in that. Yeah, I, I'm, I couldn't tell you. I know some of the older ones did, but I don't know what they use in the in the later ones. They may have CSUs in them or something. I don't know. Well, yep. So yeah, I don't know. It's always something. It's a it's a screwed up world. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we we'll get back on top of it. It's. Well, I don't know either. I mean, if it's went on this long and ain't even one iota of improvement, I mean. No, and I said from the get-go, you know, that first, was that fall we were going into on on uh, COVID or the spring, I don't remember now, but I said a year from now it'll be worse than it is now. And I was unfortunately correct. And then here we are, it ain't any better. You know, it just keeps getting, but it's so weird, like the stuff that you can get versus the stuff you can't get. Like there's no rhyme or reason to it, like. You're like, oh, that's super common. I'll be able to get that. Nope, it's because it's common. It's out. But some weird piece, like, oh, nobody will have that. Oh, yeah, we got four of those. Yeah. You know, you can track them down. But I don't know. It'll come back around eventually, I guess. That's part of the reason we need to get back to making stuff here and where you can control that stuff a little bit. But even the companies that make stuff here are having a hard time getting raw materials, so they couldn't make it even if they wanted to. Yeah, the whole thing just, I don't know. I smell a rat on some of this stuff. I just can't put my finger on it, but I don't well, know. Well, some yeah. of that I think companies are using as a convenient excuse not to ramp back up and to keep prices where they are. And I think there's a lot of tomfoolery yeah. in some of that. Instead yeah. of having a whole warehouse full of 
yeah. of this stuff, you know, and your money all tied up. It's yeah. like just do it just in time now. And, and now everybody can use the excuse. Well, you know, COVID, you know, uh, yeah. you know, we can't get it because we're, you know, we're backlogged from this or can't get anybody to show up for that. And there's a thousand reasons why they can't do, and, you know, and then shipping, everything's a, a disaster too. You know, I ordered several gifts for Christmas. All going to arrive before Christmas. Got emails today. Oh, that's not going to make it till the 28th. This isn't going to make it till the 27th. I'm like, well, see, if you'd have told me that three weeks ago or two weeks ago when I ordered it, I wouldn't have ordered it from you. I'd order it from yep. somewhere else, you know. But Yeah, I told the wife, and luckily she did it. She started buying stuff like Claire back in October yeah. just to kind of get ahead of any potential shortages. If you knew there was something specific one of the kids wanted, just get it yeah. now and have it ahead of all this stuff. There was still some stuff she had to get online here recently but she had a lot of it done back then so yeah it's a deal that's for sure yeah but uh, what's new with you anything exciting no got my new dozer the yeah. other day yeah so that, that's pretty cool only played with that just today was the first time really for a couple hours but yeah that's gonna be a fun little toy i think if i can keep from turning it over and killing myself and <laughs> shit like that Maybe farming this whole pasture here. Yeah, no time doubt. I'm said and done. May not be a tree left on it. So. Yeah. Clear it all off. Yep. Put your pond in. Yep, exactly. Yeah, that heavy equipment, that's fun to run, I guess, on a deal like this where you're not doing it for a living. You know, I suppose if you've done that every day, you know, it'd get old and you'd beat the shit out of yourself and everything it's else. It's like anything. All that, all that stuff's super fun to run for a little while, you yeah. know, especially if you're not trying to earn a living, you know, and beating yourself up over it every day. Yeah. So, yep, got that in the works now, clearing pasture. and But no other than that, ain't got much much going on. Been kind of slow. Probably hit the road here before long, start filming for the TV show and whatnot. But that's about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's about that time. Yeah. Thanksgiving all went good for you, I'm yep. sure. Yep, yeah. sure enough. Yeah, mine too. Doesn't seem like it's Christmas time yet, but it's, no, it it's don't. not very far away. It, it, so it seems like it's really, really come up on us fast. So. I suppose cold weather maybe get me in the mood for that a little bit more. Maybe yeah, when it's nice and it's dry out still and whatnot, and you can still do stuff like it. It doesn't yeah. feel like like the off season or like Christmas time. But yeah, yep, exactly. But now that it's miserable outside, I suppose we'll try to get in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, at least for the last week, 10 days leading up to Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it didn't stop the radio stations from starting to play Christmas music two months ago. Yeah. My wife doesn't understand my hatred for that. I'm like, if you're trapped in a tin box all day long where you can only get literally two two radio stations and they're both playing shitty Christmas music in November, you wouldn't like it either. Yeah, I've said a hundred times, like your local radio stations, them guys need to get together. And just rotate every year. So this year, the radio station in this town, yeah. you're just playing all Christmas music from this day to this day, yeah. and we're not playing any. Yeah. And then next year, it'll be our turn, and just keep, because I don't want to hear that shit either. No. So. No, but I don't want to hear somebody's half-assed remake of a song that was marginally okay the first four times, but now that, you know, Joe, ba Joe Bag Skinny Pants is trying to do a version of it, well, it, 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 you're you're wasting your time. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah. And like some of the holiday traditions, um, like the movie A Christmas Story, we always watched it, you know, with the kids yeah. just because it was always on for, for yeah. you know, a week, you know, or whatever. But have you seen the new one that came out on HBO Max? No, I have it's not, nor do I intend to. Major thumbs down. <laughs> not good. 
I couldn't even finish it. I'm like, yeah, this is dumb. Yeah. When it comes to Christmas music I, or Christmas movies, I like Die Hard. I've uh, never seen Die Hard. Really? Never seen The it. fine folks at Nakatomi Plaza would be disappointed in that. Is that right? Yeah. And I just saw one the other. Oh, do you know what the original action Christmas movie is? I do not. Prior to Die Hard. No clue. Rambo. Rambo. Is it First Blood Part 1 where he gets arrested walking into the town or whatever? Is it one or two? Uh, I just watched that movie a month ago. Yeah, I think that's the first. I think it's the first one. Yeah. In fact, I'm sure it is. First first action Christmas music. When they got him in the cop shop, there's a Christmas tree in the background. That is right. I just learned that on the talk yesterday or today. Really? Yep. Yep. Yeah, because it had either been so long since I had seen that movie, which, I mean, literally, it had probably yeah. been 30 years, and I must have forgot about it, but it had come across on TikTok. They were showing that opening yep. monologue to that, and so then I got on HBO and watched it then. Yeah. But, yeah, that had to have been the first one because nobody knew John Rambo. You know, and yeah. that's, he was kind of dressed in his military yeah. coat and whatnot. So. Yeah. All he wanted was a haircut, Tony. Yep, that he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or something to eat. He'd come into town. Well, I don't remember the deal now. I'd have to watch it again. It's been too long since I've seen it. Yeah, I I, I think he was wanting something to eat. Yeah, something to eat. Cop yeah. Was it wasn't, take it wasn't him, a haircut. It was something cop was going to take him to the next town. Yeah. That cop plays that role so well, though. Like, yeah. that guy plays the same role in my mind in like six different yeah, movies. He does. And it's the same role every time. Yep. <laughs> Why are you screwing with me? I uh, I run the I run the show. You're gonna do it my way. Or I'm gonna kick you out. Yep. Kind of like Gene Hackman. Yeah. Gets fired in every movie he's in. You know? Yep. Yep. Takes a risk, bails somebody out of a situation, but he loses his job. Over. Yep. That guy's military career. I don't know how he always ended up so high up in the military. And right. Then every time there's a big deal, he gets fired. Yeah. Yeah, they just don't make good movies. We've talked about this in the past. They just don't make good movies anymore. No. My brother and I always laugh. Like, you know, our, our parents were were fairly strict on what movies we could watch. With the exception of, we saw every Chuck Norris <laughs> Rambo <laughs> movie, all that stuff. Like, good old-fashioned Vietnam street violence. We uh, could watch all yeah. that, you know. <laughs> if I ever torture anybody, it's just going to be just like Chuck Norris on... Yep, missing, oh, in, missing action. in action. Yep. Rat in a bag. Yep. You know. How many of them did they make? Missing in action. I got all the way up to like four or five, did it? Was I several. think, yeah. I was flipping through the channels the other day and Delta Force was on. Yeah. So I just casually turned it on. Kelly was duping, you know, scrolling through her phone, doing something. She looks up, she's like, What is this? I'm like, uh, Delta Force? I'm like, here in a minute, these terrorists got an ass kicking coming. Chuck Norris is about to show up on a motorcycle and he's gonna whip some ass. Yeah. He's going to take this airplane down with a motorcycle. Trust me, I've seen him do it. <laughs> uh, <coughs> yep. And did a great job of it. But the acting in that stuff is so... Oh, it's awful. It's pretty hokey. And it, you know, of course, we're so spoiled with the graphics and, and everything today. Like, you know, it might as well be claymation. Yeah. You know, it's, yep. uh, it's not... Yeah, it's funny. Like, now when you go back and watch, like, the A-Team and some of that mm-hmm. stuff we watch as kids, which I still watch it. It's still, you know, entertainment. It's still but good, yeah. Yeah, the... The, uh, what do you want to call it, the cinematics or whatever, I mean, is yeah. just. Yeah, way, way better. The way they can shoot stuff now and, and the camera quality and all that has just gotten so much better. that Yeah. But, but then they, they always take it so far-fetched anymore, too. Like, I always say that the Matrix ruined action movies because you know, all that stuff they could do in the Matrix made sense because of, because of the Matrix. I've but never seen it. So. You've never seen it. I've never seen it. Nope. <laughs> 
what do I expect from a guy who's never had eggs? <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so if you ever watch it, all that will make sense. So all the the weird scenes where people can dodge bullets and they're laying down and stuff, this, that, and the other, and they're, they're doing all these odd moves that you can see me poorly imitating at the moment, but, but our listeners can't see. Um, in the Matrix, that makes sense because of the Matrix, and you'll understand it if you see it. But every movie after that copied that, and it doesn't make any sense in any of the rest of the movies. I see. But in the Matrix, it makes perfect sense because you can bend the rules of the Matrix once he learns how to do it. But watch it sometime. <laughs> I don't know about the rest of them. The first one is really good. The second one's like a bridge gap filler. The third one's not bad. Yeah. But yeah, it'll make sense if you watch the first one. <laughs> the Matrix. Matrix. When did that come out? Gosh, probably early 2000s, probably. Really? Something like that, I would say. Yeah. I couldn't tell you the last good movie that I seen that I just told everybody, you know, man, you need to go watch this. I mean, it's been years. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Have you seen the original? Have I've, you seen, have you seen, seen the original, the original Top Gun? Okay. That I have. Well, it's pretty much like that, only with a better-looking chick. And, uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same. The music's the same. Really? I smiled the entire time. We went and saw it in the theater, which was the first time I've been in a theater in years. I had a smile on my face the whole time. I immediately come home, purchased it on, online, watched it a few more times. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen a bad review on it. I mean, no, everywhere good. I've seen everybody. Good. They didn't try to put any agenda to it. They didn't try to woke it up with a bunch of BS. Like, it's just it's just straight-up cool pilot shit. You know? I think I seen or heard something, maybe you know, that when that movie was supposed to come out, that was right when COVID hit. Yeah. And Tom Cruise made him hold the reins back on it and said, no, don't, yeah. don't release it. No. Which was killing the other stars, I think, because they weren't really stars. Yeah. You know? Which sounds like it was the right thing to do. Yeah, you from, know. from the box office take on it, I'd say it was well played. Yeah. Yeah. He made, he made all those guys uh, several extra million, I would say, out of that deal. Yeah. Uh, it's a good flick. I actually saw a, saw a clip on TikTok today. I should have sent it to you. Guy was a test pilot for the, I'm assuming the Navy. So anytime they get new planes in or whatever, they would work on one or whatnot. He actually worked at, I think, Miramar, or wherever Top Gun's at. It's not in Miramar now, but... And he would have to essentially shake them down and make sure they were good before they would give them to students. Okay. No problem. So they get this new plane, and this thing's brand new. Literally has two hours on it. Fresh from St. Louis. The guy asked him, he's like, what's it smell like inside that when they're new? He's like, oh, it's way better than new car smell. He's like, it's... He's like, so I'm walking out to it. He's like, I'm looking at these other 25 planes we got sitting there, and they're all set inside goggled, and they're, you know, they got hydraulic oil leaking out of them, and so on and so forth. He's like, this one is pristine, brand new. He's like, seven and a half minutes in, I realized this thing's perfect. It's flawless. There's nothing wrong with it. So I decided to test it out. So like the the ceiling's normally like 50,000 foot or whatever. So he's like, well, see what it'll do. He's like, so he zips it up to 50,000. He's like, man, that's awesome. This thing's doing it great. He's like, his plane's phenomenal. He's like, yeah, go a little bit more. So he gets up to like 60, 61,000. He's like, I'm cruising along. It's like, huh, still got the afterburner on, you know, clipping it up there. He's like, man, this is awesome. He's like, you're up there and you're, he's like, there's not a cloud in the sky. It's just blue and black. And you can actually see the curvature of the earth. And then he's like, here's this two, He's like, oh, shit, the engines are starting to cough because there's no air. Mm -hmm. He's like, okay, well, I set my altitude record. 
I'll go for a speed record. So he's, he dives it. And he's going down. He's like, the altimeter is just like Bugs Bunny. It's just going round and round and round and round and round. And uh, he's like, you know, I probably ought to probably ought to stop doing this. Gets up to like Mach 1.3 or something like that. Like, I better back out of this thing. He's like, so I dump the afterburner off. He's like, it's like he hit a brick wall. <laughs> he's like, you know, that thing just boom. He's like, so I, you know, I pull back on it. He's like, it just basically stalls out. It's just kind of glides. It's coming down, but it hasn't started to go back the other way yet or whatever. He's like, the altimeter's still going around and around. I'm like, okay, okay. Well, then it gets to good air. And then he's like, then it, then it basically about throws me out of the cockpit of the damn thing. Yeah. And, uh, He's like, you know, I hit it and, and zip back up and whatnot. But he's like, how much better that new one flew over one that had been just bragged out, you know, on thousands of flights or whatever was unreal. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it was 1.3 or 1.5 and 61,000 feet or whatever he took it to. Man, unreal. Like that, that would be. wonder what kind of a price tag that thing had. I'll bet it was a shitload. Well, I mean, it was just like every other, I think it was an F-18, but it was, you know, new instead of old. Yeah. Wow. It's amazing what these planes can do nowadays. God. Yeah. No doubt. It's amazing how much they quieted them down, though, too. You remember when we was kids? I mean, you you would hear a lot of just regular commercial aircraft yeah. through the day, you know. But they don't break the sound barrier anymore i don't think they're allowed to do that i don't think they are i don't think so and when we were kids there was an air force base not that far from here so they flew over a lot i remember being outside at recess in grade school oh yeah and it was nothing to see a jet break the sound barrier or hear one and see it you know yeah you never see a jet yeah yeah i remember sitting in school a few times you know you'd all once hear one you know yep yeah that's the cool thing where we go at on florida on vacation there's, you know, they fly along that coast a lot, which is always, as a patriot, I always get pumped up seeing all those planes or whatever. The one time they, they come over the helicopter and they dumped out a bunch of guys for training, dumped them out in the water, you know, slid yeah. down the ropes and jumped into the yeah. water or whatever. Well, that's pretty badass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're into that sort of thing, I enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I would love to go up in a fighter plane one time. Well, I don't know if I could stomach that or not, man. Oh, I'm not I, saying I could. I'm just saying but, I would like to. I think I would like yeah. to. I may uh, maybe rethink that. Yeah, because that's the thing. You know, all the flying any of us have ever done is commercial plane. I mean, you know, it's everything's just so slow and cumbersome and no fast turns. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine. We probably have a jaded view of it, though, because the only thing we know about it is from the movies. Right, which, true. Which is probably 90% fiction, you know. I got to think at some point in time, somebody learned how to pull the brakes like Tom Cruise. Yeah, but apparently exactly. he's the only guy that ever did that. Yeah. Because he still does it in the new one and nobody nobody yep. else is doing that. Yep. Yeah. I know some of them air shows I've been to that have fighter jets. Man, it's amazing how fast them guys can get out of sight. You know, they'll just take off down the runway and get to the end, just go straight up. But, I mean, it ain't yeah. two, three seconds and they're out of sight. Can't hear them, nothing. I mean, gone. This guy was saying on that new one, he's like, you know, I wicked it up on the on – the, uh, airfield there or whatever went to take off he's like shit i was barely hanging on to the tail fin about threw me out of the cockpit because it launched so much faster than well bet than one that was wore out you know but uh my brother and his son went up in a military plane here not all that long ago a year or so ago really? i don't remember what it was now i don't think it wasn't a c-130 but it was some sort of i want to say it was world war ii vintage could have been what was that one in texas there with the collision of course that was what the hell was that? 
I'm trying to think where that was the B seventeen, I guess, wasn't it? Yeah. Flying Fortress. I think. That crashed there. I, I don't remember if it was one of those. It was something along those lines. It was I mean it was a pretty roomy plane. But uh, it wasn't a fighter jet or anything, you know. They don't take you up in those. But, but uh, it's, it was pretty cool. Yeah. There yeah. is something on Netflix you should watch. Um, it's called Pepsi, Where's My Plane? Have you seen that? No. So you need to check this out. So uh, it's a documentary back in the, I'm going to say the 90s. I forget exactly when it took place. Pepsi was, that's when they were going to get ahead of Coke, you know. So they're yeah. doing all these promotions, all this shit. And so... They had this catalog, you know, and you could somehow earn points, and then you could get sweatshirts and bicycles. and Yeah, like Marlboro Miles yeah, or something. Yep, yeah. exactly. So they had this TV commercial, and at the end of the commercial, they have a, a kid land in this fighter jet at school, and it, it said something along the lines of, you know, how cool it'd be to, to take your fighter jet to school or whatever, you know. And they fucked up, but they didn't put the disclaimer at the bottom of the TV. So this kid figured this out, and so they, him and these guys start running all these formulas and shit, and <laughs> Pepsi had a disclaimer in there, too, then, that you could buy points for, like, you know, a half a cent per point or whatever, yeah. so they, they run all these numbers, you know, and so... I, so none, nonetheless, they done the math, and they could end up buying a fighter jet for like seven million dollars. You know? so, <laughs> so they do it, and I'm not gonna tell you how it ends or nothing. But they take it to court, and it's this whole big fucking court battle. <laughs> and this kid's like, I want my fucking plane. <laughs> but it, it's 100 percent true story. That's though. Awesome. It's, it's pretty comical the way that they done it all. But yeah, you need to watch that. It, yeah, Pepsi's probably like, uh, problem here. We don't have a fighter yeah, jet. It's exactly what Pepsi thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's funny. But it was funny because when they first, basically, he he mails all this shit into Pepsi headquarters, you know, and here's my points, and I want my fighter jet, you know. <laughs> so the Pepsi executives are like, you know, what the hell is this? And so they kind of laugh it off, get the lawyers involved, and they're kind of like, well, you know, whatever. We're going to see if we can make this go away, you know. So they send him some coats, you know, and this and that, and this real nice letter bag, you know, hey, thanks for your interest in Pepsi, you know. <laughs> he yeah. gets all that, he, he throws away, he's like, nope, I want my fighter jet. <laughs> <Yeah. You know? laughs> but it's it's worth a watch. I mean, it's That's funny. it's pretty comical. So, uh, Which is why there's a 45-second disclaimer on all that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly right. But yeah, I think it's called Pepsi, Where's My Plane? And it's just a, a documentary on Netflix. So. I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> I don't know, you know, these companies don't do shit like that. You know, when we was kids, them companies was always had giveaways and, Mm -hmm. you know, collect stuff off the bottle, you know, whatever, save up so much and you could. Your box tabs or. Yeah. Now everything's scan this on your phone and, you know, it ain't. A QR code for everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, and I think there was a bunch of fraud on that McDonald's Monopoly, too. I think that's why they quit that. Yeah, yeah. probably so. Seems like there are certain pieces of that you could never get. Yeah. You know. Yeah, the big prizes, they literally made one. Yeah. You know, to make the Monopoly, but they put one in California and one in yeah. Maine. You know, I mean, the odds yeah. of. And you always had that one buddy that was digging through trash. Yeah. Popping off the. And, you know, social media could have killed a lot of that now because yeah. just think, you know, if you usually get on there and say, okay, I've got 
you know, boardwalk. I'm looking mm-hmm. for the guy who's got Park Place. We'll split the million dollars. I yeah, mean, you exactly. can reach a lot of people pretty quick on social yeah. media. About 30, 30 seconds, yeah. Yeah, so. <laughs> there was another good TikTok I come across the other day. Uh, so I went and looked it up. And it was, it actually was on YouTube. It was a documentary. I can't think off the top of my head what the name of it was, but this guy was the world's greatest counterfeiter. And so this just happened a few years ago. I mean, he was counterfeiting hundred dollar bills. I mean, to a T. I mean, the he had the damn oh, you know, the pen that they wipe yeah. on him. You know, I mean, he had all that shit down to a science. I mean, really? he, he was getting it through everywhere. It was real interesting the way he was doing it, and he finally got clipped. Though. Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they they take that fairly seriously. Yeah, that they do. But it's just like they always talk. You know, everybody gets too greedy. You know, if yeah. you would just do a hundred dollars a day or two hundred, you know, whatever your livable wage is, and just stop. Yeah, you'd probably fly under the radar and be fine. You know, but everybody takes it to the hundredth power. <laughs> Guy was just telling me at lunch today, and I, I think this happened fairly recently, from the sounds of it. Like I said, I didn't research it after the fact, but. Something about this guy was just sending random bills to like Amazon, Facebook, big companies. Big company. Big companies. And they were paying him. Really? <laughs> they just kept paying the invoices. And but same thing, he got greedy. He got like three or five million dollars out of them. Okay. But it's like well, nobody said anything. So he just kept doing it. You know? Well eventually somebody's like why are we still? Why are we, what are we paying this guy for? And they got to looking into it, and that's when the house of cards fell in. Yeah. But I'm like, if he'd have pulled the plug on that, yeah, he, you know, six months before he got caught, it probably skirted right through. Eventually, yep. somebody probably went through an audit and probably, yeah, probably found it, you know. But yeah, it seems like all them people get, and it don't matter if it's your common bank robber or whoever. Which I'm not condoning any of this. Don't get me wrong, but. You know, no. they they rob something over here and they get a quick twenty five grand, but then that's not enough. You know that they got to yeah. go back and they finally take it too far. And it, yeah, well, that's what happened in Point Break, Tony. That's exactly right. <laughs> yep, got greedy. Yeah, this counterfeiter guy though, he said he literally because that's basically is what he was doing is he would go buy a car or whatever you know, but he would pay for it in counterfeit money and then he would take the car and sell it for real money for real money you know. And but he said he literally ran out of stuff to buy. I mean, you know, he's like, I mean, yeah. you know, how you just can't go into a dealership every day and just be buying five yeah. new cars, you know, because now you're bouncing all over the country trying to do this. Yeah, and it just, he said, yeah, we just, and it finally got to the point they were going to like WalMarts and stuff because he'd finally got so much legit money that he was just going to Walmart and just like buying clothes and food and all this stuff and going to local food pantries and shelters and just giving them truckloads of stuff just to. Why wouldn't you just stop at that point? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I suppose it's, it was a high, and he just couldn't couldn't bring himself to back off of it. I guess. Uh, that's funny. Good times. Yeah. With that much money, he might have been able to get enough camel cash from Arbor Miles to get that pool table. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that the top prize? I think it was. I think pool. it was a pool table. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of that shit. It's about like an arcade. You know, you yeah. go, in, you fucking give. 450 bucks for a quarter inch socket set you yeah. own an arcade by the time yeah, you take that your ain't t- no kidding. you got tickets just you're carrying a bag full your buddy's carrying a bag full it's like let's cash those in that's 96 cents yeah we spent we spent four hundred thousand dollars in this arcade trying to get these tickets they're worth nothing yep yeah there's always a gimmick somewhere yeah there is yep 
<laughs> You're right, though. Those companies don't do that anymore very much. You no, know? it don't seem like. I suppose it's got to be a more hassle than it's worth. They could probably spend those ad dollars somewhere else. Yep. I mean, hell, when I was a kid, oh, gosh, I was young. Hell, I was probably seven, eight years old. My brother, he won a go-kart. It was at Walmart. They had a drawing. It was Quaker State Oil. Yeah. Was giving it away. And I think one of them deals, mom was in town. So she just put all three of her names in the box or whatever. And hell, my brother won one. No you know, it was a, it looked like an Indy car. You had the yeah. fiberglass body and had Quaker State Oil. Unless that didn't last long at your house. <laughs> we drove the piss out of that. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've often wondered, of course, I don't watch much TV anymore that isn't streamed, you know, without commercials for the most part. But do the oil companies still advertise like mad, like, I always got to chuckle out of like Quaker State and some of those other companies. I'm like, they advertised all the time back in when we were kids. I'm like, I literally didn't know a single person that ever bought a quart of Quaker State oil. Quaker right. State oil, though, right? Like, who was buying that to where they were making enough money to run all those ads? Somebody, apparently, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, literally, and I'm like you. I, I watch very little TV, period, and even less actual local tv you know i mean we got an antenna but i watch it for the news in the morning and that's it but hell all the commercials i see is either a injury lawyer or pharmaceuticals yeah or a you know some big corporation you know there's obviously great money in erectile dysfunction and female plumbing Mm -hmm. because those are your two top ones and then there's you know this drug for this condition, the side effects are 10 times worse than the disease disease it allegedly cures. And then there's an injury lawyer guy that, you know, if you stubbed your toe on a bed frame, mm-hmm. call Deutsche Elise and Associates yeah. and get that taken care of, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't put up with some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah. The commercials anymore are terrible. Like, I remember we were traveling. It's been several years ago now. And the kids were little. Of course, they'd never been around commercials because we canceled the cable when they were very little and uh so they'd never really seen commercials so we're staying at a hotel and uh commercials come on and my kids were like did you know that bounty you know picks up more <laughs> it picks up more mess than any other paper towel and i'm like yeah 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 i knew that yeah, been hearing that for yeah, years yeah no doubt but then uh but then we're watching the commercials until kelly i said we gotta shut this shit off i'm like the commercials for this are fairly inappropriate for the time of day it is like they don't need to know about some of the world's issues on some of this some of these items you know they don't need to know about the female plumbing and the right. the ed and all this stuff like that we can save that for when they're old enough to you know yeah need yeah. to know it's another good one on netflix is it's called the perfect bid have you seen that the guy on the price is right cleaned her no. clock <laughs> this dude had watched the price is right every day for years it ended up making this log book because really? he got to noticing that it was the same products like every three or four days they would so like when you were on contestant road coming yeah. up on the stage they just kept rotating the same products so he just kept memorizing all this making these log books well then he got to notice and it was like that for the whole show you know like when you're going to win a new car you know every fourth car they gave away was a pontiac le mans you know and it had all these stupid options you know i mean he had this figured out to a t Won the whole show, the showcase. He, luckily, when he spun the wheel, he ended up getting into the showcase, you know, because he could have yeah. lost there. But he got it within 100 bucks. won both showcases, which was the first time he's ever done in history. <laughs> <laughs> it was neat the way he figured all that That's shit out, funny. too, though. But I seen a TikTok earlier this evening that said uh, something about the prices right didn't go through their 
uh, it wasn't woke training, but it was sensitivity training or whatever. And so this was just one of the recent episodes, you know, with Drew Carey. And they had this lady that she won the bid, so she was coming up on stage where she was in a wheelchair. Yeah. So she gets up there, and the door's open, and she was going to win a treadmill and a friggin' song. <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah. Just what she needed. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. That sounds about right. One I watched the other day, I haven't got all the way through it, but it was pretty good what I did see, was facing Nolan, about Nolan yeah, Ryan. Yeah, I seen that. that I, was, I didn't get all, good. I fell asleep before I got all the way through it. That's but. pretty good. Yeah. That guy was pretty tough. And Cripes, I didn't realize how long he, how long ago he started playing. My son was watching it with me, and, you know, his first contract was like three grand or seven grand. 7,500. Yeah, yeah, some shit. You yeah. know, and he worked putting H, HVAC in. Yeah. In the, in the off season or whatever, which I got to think is a great winter job. Yeah, exactly. You know? But uh, I'm like, man, hell, I watched him play. Like, he, the guy played for what well, seemed like 40 years after, Boy, after watching like part it. of the documentary. Like, he started during, I don't know, it was a long time ago. I thought he started, was it in the early to mid 70s? It was a tail end of it was a tail end of Vietnam because he called his girlfriend and told her he got drafted. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and uh, she thought he was going to Vietnam, but he got drafted in the and uh, yeah, Major and that League. was winding down pretty hard by what seventy one yeah. or two. I yeah. mean, you know, not yeah. saying it ended, but it was. Yeah, I think the draft was starting to taper off. Yeah, but you know, that's how sports have changed too, though. And and I don't watch any professional sport. I mean, I watch any sports. Period, but. And I didn't when I was a kid either, but I guess through school and everybody and you Yeah, you always know some. Yeah. You always hear about some of it. And maybe I'm wrong, but it seemed like when we were a kid, like in major league baseball, you had like ten people that were just everybody's hero. I mean, it was yeah. them ten guys were the best. Where now it seemed like there was four hundred of these yeah. you know, that's it's yeah. it's like it's more regionalized or something, you know. Yeah, they get more publicity now, I suppose. You know, back in the day, the major markets got the... Yeah. If you weren't a star in a major market, nobody probably ever heard of you. you yeah. Know? And they got to pay a lot more in those major markets, you know, when they went to the profit-sharing deal and split the TV up and so on and so forth. I remember, though, when we was in junior high, we had a teacher that followed sports a lot. And I, I think the guy's name was Larry Johnson, NBA player. Yeah. Yep. I think he played Charlotte Hornets or yep, something. Yep. From UNLV. Okay. Run, running Rebels. Okay. So I remember that teacher coming to school talking, and he was just absolutely blown away that Larry Johnson signed a seven year, $82 million contract. I mean, that was like yeah. the world that got I me. Mean, it's like, holy cow. I mean, what are these guys thinking? Yeah. And now it's more than that in one year. Yeah. I mean, that was a seven year contract. I yeah. Mean, <clears throat> Yeah, he played for the UNLV running Rebs. Really? Christian Leitner kicked his ass in the end. We beat him the year before. They blew him out in the national championship. Leitner's sophomore year, I believe it was. Yeah, sophomore year. Junior year, they beat him in the final four. I sure you've seen the documentary, I Hate Christian Absolutely. Leitner. Absolutely, because I do not hate Christian Leitner. Yeah. I love Christian Leitner. The only problem with his NBA career is he always plays on shitty teams, and he doesn't respond well to being on shitty teams. Yeah. You know? If he'd have played for a winner, he didn't put up bad numbers the way it was, but if he'd have played for a winner, he'd have put up way better numbers. Yeah. Would Krzyzewski been the coach for Duke then? Yep. I wasn't sure if he was in there yet or not because yeah. I forget. I mean, what was that, early 90s, mid-90s? Uh, that would have been 
That'd been early nineties. Leitner would have went to the Final Four in eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, and ninety two, right? I think they won it in ninety one and ninety two. I think, if I remember right, because the running Rebs were undefeated that year. Okay, and they they beat them in the Final Four. They had Stacy Ogman, Larry Johnson. Yeah, they were awesome. Not awesome enough that night, though. Yeah. 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 They were 33-0 and or something like that going into that game. Going to be potentially, I mean, they were favored to win heavily in Vegas or whatever. Like the the first team to go undefeated since the 76 Hoosiers. Really? Yeah. Well, Bob Knight's team was the only, well, that's the most recent team to do to have done that. Well, that's been a long time ago now. Yeah, it has. Long time. Yeah. How's old Bobby doing? He's his health. I just saw back. He just did something at IU the other day. He was back for a game or something. Did he? I didn't know if his health. His health know. isn't great anymore. Yeah. I don't think. But well, it's hard to believe all them old, you know, Big Ten coaches when we were kids. They're all dying off. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're getting. They're all old. old now. Yeah. The general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always love Bob Knight. I wasn't an IU fan because you know I'm not from Indiana, but. It was always but, fun to kick their ass. It you was. Know, I respected but, Bob as a coach. I rooted know. for him in every game except for when they played Illinois. Right. You know. It, and you knew he had to get so frustrated. It's like, here I'm coaching my ass off, and I got Lou Henson over here, who literally, I'm not sure, knew a hell of a lot about basketball. I hate to offend the Lou Henson fan. No, he was like, terrible. We more or less ran the guy off, then we named the court after him, which yeah. I still haven't figured that out. There was more wasted talent went oh through that gosh. school under him. He he had a ton of talent, and that's how he made the world go round. He just had a shitload of talent, mostly thanks to Jimmy Collins, probably. But uh, yeah, yeah, they never could. I I never could figure out the U of I though on their stupid coaching skills. You know, so after him, I think we went to Lon Kruger thereabouts. Yeah. yeah, you know, and and he was all right. You know, and then he goes to the Atlanta Falcons. I mean, he was good enough. He went to the yeah. NBA. Yeah, yo, know, we let him walk away. Then we get into Bill Self, and it's like. You know, got a guy that's really recruiting a piss out of good kids, you know. And well, Bill, he'd like to go talk to Kansas. Well, that's yeah, you go. That's fine. If you want to talk to him, go ahead. You know. And next thing you know, they hire him. It's like, you, what are you doing? I mean, well, that was a perfect storm. I don't think Bill would have left for any place else other than Kansas. But you know, and the backlash of that was Roy Williams could never win the big one at Kansas. They were good a lot of times, but could never win the big one. He gets to North Carolina. Finally wins the big one against us. Yep. Because we let Self go. Frustrating. I, Bill Self, I met him once. Um, super personable guy. I think he'd have got us in trouble at Illinois. I think Bill Self's a little shady um, on their recruiting. Which everything else in Illinois is, too. Yeah. Might as well take her to the no, universe. No, no doubt. But we, get, we always get caught in Illinois. Hell, we got in right. trouble you know, with a Deion Thomas deal years ago for something we didn't even do. That yeah. crippled our – we're still feeling the effects of that. But uh, thanks a lot, Kelvin Sampson and that other jack bag. Never had much use for those guys. But, uh, yeah, Bill Self, was a, he was a super nice guy to meet. Like, I met Ron Turner, the football coach at the time when I was at U of I, and I met Bill Self. And Self was ten times more personal than Ron Turner ever thought about being. Yeah. yeah. But I think Self was a little bit probably shady. I, I don't. I still question how great he is with the X's and O's. He just recruits enough talent to get around it. Yeah, that he's, could be. I mean, he's not terrible at the X and O's, but he just gets enough talent to, to move around it. You know, has anything changed now? Like where these college kids can start 
taking endorsements. I, right? So they, I, to my understanding, they get paid for their name and likeness or whatever, NIL money, and they get somehow something out of that. It's sizable. I mean, yeah. Kofi that left last year from U of I, we, he was going to get paid more to stay than he's getting paid now. For, to my understanding, from what a guy was telling me the other day, that could be all bullshit. I didn't look into it. I don't care. But uh, I don't think they should get paid personally. You know, the free education ought to be good enough, but, oh, wait, they're only going to stay for one or two years, so they're not even getting the education. Yeah. You know, so many of those guys are one and done, so they go to they go to school for a semester. They skip out on the second half. Yeah. Like, if they'd all followed the Bob Knight program where you're graduating, you know, the world would be a, a different place than the NBA or the college basketball scene and the NBA as far as that goes because well, most I, of those guys aren't really ready. It, it goes to show you, you know, if, if universities really cared about education – they put laws in place to stop going pro. You know, you have to graduate, and then yeah. if you want to go pro, which, don't get me wrong, I get it when somebody's waving $5 million under your nose. Yeah, and you can blow your knee out at any time <clears throat> yeah, or whatever. I, 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 I do think see they it. Oughta, I think they ought to make them stay a little longer. <clears throat> yeah. You know, honor your commitment to the deal. And now they got this transfer portal, so you can play anytime, any place, and you switch all the time, and that that's kind of bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a Major League Baseball. It's almost like you're getting traded and to some degree. Yeah, I mean, now these guys have turned into – the coaches have turned into salesmen more than, yeah. than coaches. You know, they got to constantly constantly battle who we keeping, who we got to replace, so on and so forth, you know. I assume when a kid goes pro like that, does the NBA have to buy out, like, his scholarship, if you will, or I wonder how that works. I don't you think know? so, no. I didn't know what they do. No, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. I could be wrong there, but I don't think Which so. the school probably looks at it as it's good publicity for them. You know, if... I suppose. Take, take a Duke or somebody, it's like, well, nine kids in the last two years have went NBA, yeah. so I think I want to go to Duke. You know, yeah. it brings in more... Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think you can force them to, to do anything anymore. Yeah. But, you know, the, the cheating bullshit, you know, or uh, colleges like Duke, them, they never get in trouble for jack shit, you know. And I always get a chuckle out of it. It's not funny, but, you know, Louisville got in all kinds of trouble when Patino was there for one of the assistants or whatever, taking him to see some dancing girls. All right. So he basically loses his job over that. Meanwhile, they proved that North Carolina, the team that beat Illinois, was paying people to take tests for him. You know, we've looked into it, but we're really not going to do anything about it. I'm like, now, which do you think is worse? Yeah. Uh quote-unquote adult, an over-18 adult going to see a, a dancing girl. He's probably seen a naked body before Yeah, at that point in his life. And the only thing has. that made it questionable was he was with the coach because yeah. he could go there at any time he wanted on his own. <laughs> on his own, yeah. Perfectly legal. And uh, These might have been private shows, too. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't get into the details of it. But it were gr- either way. Yeah. But I'm like, that. you're saying that's worse than... Somebody who's getting a free education, blatantly cheating on their entire coursework. Okay. Yeah, I see where that's the same. That makes sense. You know, that's just frustrating. It's all about who's the best cheater anymore. I mean, I suppose that's live, but it's frustrating. Yeah. Because Illinois ain't worth the shit at cheating. <laughs> no. If we were as good at cheating sports as we were elections. Exactly. <laughs> We'd have something. JFK would have been an NBA superstar. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yep, big old gun grab coming here in the state of Illinois, it looks like. Looks like that's all going to pass. No, they're working hard towards it. Yep. Yep. That's going to be a 
rid of cold your cold day in hell. Get rid of your almighty assault weapons, which yeah. I didn't realize you and I were allowed to have assault weapons. Yeah, I mean, no doubt. I'd like to have a few. I didn't think you could have those. So, yeah. Apparently, they don't understand what shall not be infringed means. Uh, they're Apparently, reading is not a top priority. I don't know if they've read the Constitution very close, but it's laid out specifically so that we can protect ourselves from them. Yeah. That's what the... That's what the Second Amendment's for. For the exact shit they're trying to do now is why is why we have the Second Amendment. It's not to hunt the almighty fearful deer. Yeah. Which it's, it's to hunt the almighty wasn't even around back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So whatever. It uh I don't know. It is one screwed up world. I, I weep for my children. The bad part is is they they keep doing this and keep doing it, and all the good people end up leaving the state. Yeah. At some point in time, you got to dig in and say, we're not doing it. Yeah, exactly. This is all there is to it. Yeah. You. You're done. It's yeah. over. We're not putting up with it. <laughs> You're done. You're done. Yeah, I don't know. Every time I think that the American people won't take any more, they do. Then they go right along with it. Yep. I mean, the mass deal was nothing but a test, a test run in conformity. Will they give in or not? Let's see. Let's see who will give in. And that showed you all you needed to know about who is going to give up their shit, rat you out, the whole nine yards. Like Exactly what it was. Well, it ain't that big a deal. Well, no, on the small scale, me sliding a mask on my face wasn't a huge deal. Can I do it? Am I physically able to slide a mask on? I am. Was I willing to do it? Nope. Not a snowball's chance in hell because it was a bullshit deal. Yep. You know? That's like telling me that, you know, if I... Do whatever. I'm going to get these super awesome results when we all know it's total bullshit. Yeah. It was total bullshit. Doesn't make any difference. And now it's all coming back again. And yeah. They're starting to pump it up on the well, news. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, we glide right past the respiratory issues it caused and all this Clock other shit. shots. Yeah. Like, oh, you know. yeah, exactly. I'm like, well, we graze right over that. But, yeah. I'm not wearing a mask. I didn't do it then. I'm like, what, not all that long ago, if you'd have tried to wear a mask in a bank. Yeah. You'd have got arrested at the door. Then it turns to, if you're not wearing one, we can't let you in. Even though we know it's a bullshit yeah. mask, and it's not stopping shit. Well, and the way I understand it, I have concealed carry, and I carry. Yep. And the way it states in there, I cannot have a face covering on, i.e. a mask. Exactly. When I'm carrying. Exactly. So, don't know what to tell you. I got to order in a bunch of Zorro and uh, oh, uh, Lone Ranger masks. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm wearing from going on. Yeah. The little plastic ones with a little string. And we've talked about this in the past, and the frustrating part was the part where you knew it was absolute bullshit was if you and I are walking into Walmart during the thick of all this, yeah. as long as you had your mask looped around your ear, it could be under your chin, wherever yeah. else, you yeah. were fine. That, yeah. You're, yeah, good, you're to go. good to go. Yeah. But I had nothing, and they were stopping you at the door. You need to wear a mask. And it's like, I yeah. mean, I, I ripped that guy who knew ass at Walmart yeah. that day. My wife, she's cringing. Just shut up. You know, I'm like, fuck this. No, I'm not taking I'm not it anymore. I'm not putting up with it. I, my kids... Put up with a lot better than I would have, you know, to play sports. They were, you know, and I'm like, there again, they got it pulled down. They said, you know, I'm like, I'd have just not played. Yeah. Piss on it. I'll go sit in the woods, hunt the almighty deer or whatever. Yep. I'm not, I'm not participating. But that's where I'm at. I don't like to go along with shit. And I absolutely refuse to participate in stupidity. Yeah. The only so. time I ever wore a mask during that whole deal was like at a doctor's office, something yeah. where I had to have the service yeah. or you weren't getting in. Even that, that was literally the Even only that, thing. if you pushed hard enough, they'd. They'd let you in the back door. You had to sit in your truck. Yeah. That, and they would let you in the yep. back door. Yep. But, which is total bullshit, too. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. 
Yeah. I, uh, like I said, you saw who was willing to go along to get along on that deal pretty quick, though. Yep, all he these, did. All these resident badasses at the bar when oh, they're talking yeah. about it. By gosh, they come for this, and they can kiss my, I'm going to beat yeah. their ass. Oh, you want me to put a mask on? Okay, okay. Yeah. Where'd you say the boxcar is at? I'd like uh-huh. to be the yeah. first one. Can I get a seat in the front? Yeah. 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 How, how far is Auschwitz? Yeah. You know, it's not hard to see. I, I, I how can't they got cut your hair. They're going to take my license for yeah. my haircut and license. Exactly. Yeah, my haircut and license. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. You can have a thousand kids and let the taxpayers pay for them, but if you want to cut here, by God, you'll get a license, yep. Tony. You're getting a license. <laughs> You're getting a license, and we will review this. Yeah. You cut up again, nip your license. And what was killing me about that whole deal is, like, people that had give up haircutting to p- pursue a different career, this, that, and the other, but had the skill set. I'm like, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. You have nothing to lose. On the side, what are they going to do? They're going to take your birthday. Exactly. Like, cut the hair. Just keep it half-ass quiet and, you know, go on. I'm not going to mention any names, but you and I both know of a drinking establishment that from day one said, I ain't closing shit. Yeah. Nobody's wearing masks, and it's still open to this day. Yeah. And they made a fucking fortune because they was the only place open. Yeah, absolutely. I had a policy at the shop. You wear a mask, get the hell out. Yeah. If you're going to wear a mask, you, you can't be in here. I don't. Not putting up with well, it. that's what I've always said, though, and that's what half these morons don't understand. It's just like the whole no smoking thing, you know. I, I to me that that's, that should be up to the business owner. Yes, we don't need state laws, no, for any of this shit. You know, why do want to have to smell that shit? Well, then that's fine. Then I'm going to make an establishment that says you have to smoke to get in. If you're not smoking, you're not fucking. You're not coming yeah, in. But you, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah, can't do that. Well, what's the difference? It just it baffles me. They, nobody ever wants to look at the other. They only want to look at their side. They don't exactly. want to see how it could go both ways. You exactly. Know? You know, and anybody that, even if you didn't smoke, anybody with a brain could tell you that that was somewhat the wasn't the beginning because my dad quoted the beginning when it happened. And I'll give him credit for that. When seatbelts became mandatory, by God, if they can tell you to wear a seatbelt, they can tell you to do anything, and it has snowballed from there. Yep. Yeah. And he's not wrong. If I don't want to wear my seatbelt, why should I have to wear my seatbelt? I totally get it. If it's a kid or whatever and somebody can't make their own decision, that's fine. Whatever. Kids. Somewhat. I mean, by the same token, these same kids are supposedly able to pick their gender now. Yeah. They can't decide if they want to wear their seatbelt or not, but they can decide if they want to get their tallywhacker cut off. That that makes good sense. That that sounds the same. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be able to do that. I just can't believe these people just keep electing these same fucking people over and over. I mean, how in the hell did we get to the position where they, this Fetterman gets elected in this country? Oh my gosh. I'm not saying Dr. Oz for that dipshit. You don't have to to listen to him speak. You would, you just look at him and be like, Nope, that guy is literally too stupid. I mean, it's terrible to be that way, but it's true. And he, once you hear him speak, you know, he's too stupid. That's truthfully putting party over country. Yes. Because I think, Anybody with a normal brain would have just said, well, I'm going to set this one out because. How sad is it that that's the best guy they could find to run? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's like showing up to a cattle show with a three-legged cow. It is. ah, Yeah. It's probably fine. (laughs) You know? Whatever. And you got to blame the Republicans, too. Oh, they're absolutely to blame. You know, Dr. Oz, he's a piece of shit. I don't care what anybody says. He is. He. He, would he have been better than Fetterman? Tenfold, absolutely. But yeah. is he 
Is Dr. Oz a Republican in you and I's eyes? No, no he's not. Not no. even close. No, not even close. So at the end of the day, you were still getting a Democrat in that seat. Yeah, more or less. I mean, it was just how Democrat were you going to get? Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, that is the case. I don't know. It's a mixed up world, but the Bible never says it's going to get any better, Tony. It just says it's going to happen. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. I'm just hoping I can push through and try to do as good as I can for my kids. Feel bad for them. And I suppose generations before this said the same thing, but it wasn't in the shit show shape it is now. Boy, we're on the fast track now. Yeah. Yeah, we're in a flat span and nobody's pulling on the stick. Yeah. And I don't think people realize, like this country, you know, $32 trillion in debt. I don't think they realize how fast that's going to start doubling. I yeah. Think. Yeah. It's gained a lot of speed. I remember back when it wasn't all that high, and, well, there's nothing we can do about it. Well, I don't know. Stop spending more than you take in. Seems like a good salute, good start. Yeah, yeah I, I remember, like, in social studies, when we would have been roughly junior high-ish, maybe freshman, it was around six to seven trillion, yeah, yeah, trillion then. Yeah. And well, how stupid do you have to be to borrow money from China to give to other countries? Yeah. Oh, uh, Ukraine, you need some money? Hey, we'll borrow from China. We'll send it to Ukraine. They'll launder it and send it back to the DNC, and the world will be a better place. Great. That makes perfect sense. We'll pay the interest and the debt on it on shit we don't have. Like This fucking Mitch McConnell and these guys, they oh got to go. God. They got to yeah. go. The chinless, I mean, the chinless beauty can yeah. can keep his happy ass out of, the, out of Congress. That wouldn't break my heart any. Yeah. Yeah, he is not the sharpest stack in the box. Well, I mean, I suppose he is. You make fun of those guys, but I'm like... They're getting it done for themselves anyway. But I don't know what their end goal is. I'm like, you're 155 years old. Yeah. You're screwing the world up for your kids, your grandkids, yeah. their grandkids. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, take, how much money do you take, need? And I, I don't care if it's Donald Trump, Joe Biden, any of them that are of that age. What are you doing? Yeah. I mean, you guys, your goal? you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You're fucking 80 years old. You've been in this cesspool your whole life. Yeah. Wouldn't you want to just look back and say, you know what? I've got all the money in the world. Yeah. Give let's, everybody let's the bird and roll off into the sunset. Yeah. But it's, it's just a, such a power trip they can't get they, away from they it. Cannot, they cannot. Hillary can't. Clinton. I mean, look at all them people. Yeah. What are you doing? Well, I suppose when you got that many pantsuits, Tony, you're like, well, what else do I need all these pantsuits yeah. for? Yeah. And it's got to keep going on stage. So, yeah, it is sad. It is sad for sure. I guess on a side note, have you looked into any of the JFK files? They dumped all of them. Did you see that? No, they, I haven't seen that. They uh, stopped. There was 3,000 pages that did not get released. And, and, I, and I could be wrong, but the way I understood it, because you know, all that shit was supposed to get yeah. released by 2017. It kept getting pushed back. So if I understood this correctly, and I could be wrong, basically it's all been released now except 3,000 pages. And I... I don't get Fox News or any of that shit because I don't have cable, but yeah. they said it's been all over Fox and the MSNBC, and they're digging through it. And it's basically the CIA was heavily involved. Oh, absolutely. Which, yeah, shocker. I mean, so I don't know what. <laughs> now, now you're going to waste a few of my evenings. There was a time in my life where I was, like, super into that, and I, I researched a ton of that stuff. I mean, obviously, I wasn't going to find anything that anybody else didn't already know, but I was yeah. just doing it for my own insomniac benefit you know seeing it through the night and, and researching that uh and whatnot and i've seen a million theories on that and you know how that goes like you see this good presentation over you're like oh yeah that's probably what happened then you see the next one you're like oh shit that guy's got some better points like i think that's probably what happened but there was definitely some foul play it wasn't this lone yeah. moron with this 
rifle he essentially yeah. bought through the mail. You know, yeah. he was 100% correct when he said, I am just a patsy. Yep. Yeah, he got set up in that deal one way or the other. Yeah, because all I've seen is through TikTok, and they're showing, like, news clips yeah. of this. And it sounded like somehow the FBI was talking to Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. And all this shit, you know, was back and forth. So, basically, J. Edgar Hoover covered it up because he's like, well, fuck, you know, we've been talking to this guy. And we never gave anybody any warning. Yeah. And now he kills the president. Well, actually, the CIA was behind it. But Hoover had to cover his tracks or he was going to lose his job. You know, it's just yeah. this whole big tangled mess. And and this is strictly yeah. one-minute clips I've seen on TikTok. I I haven't dug. A spider web of, yeah. of, yeah, of security fails. Yeah. But, you know, we all seen a hundred different conspiracies on this. Yeah. And you and I have talked in the past, maybe not on the podcast, but personally, about the uh, Secret Service guy mm-hmm. that shot him. That was the one I was most intrigued with. And I'm not saying yeah. it happened, but. But it's, they make a lot of valid points in that deal. They do. Like, that guy never carried that rifle before. He was basically a flunky. Yeah. But everybody else was too hungover and too wrung out from, you yep. know, the massive tour they'd been on. Yep. So for those of you that haven't heard that. And it's been so long now since I've seen that conspiracy theory. I gathered it that what Oswald or whoever actually did shoot but missed. Yeah. And so this Secret Service guy was behind JFK. Well, as he heard the shot and turned the Secret Service guy, as he turned to look over his right shoulder, he brought his weapon around. Yeah. And it went off and shot JFK yeah. in the back of the head. Because they all hit the accelerators. Yes. And it threw him back in the car. Yep. And that's so, why he goes forward. Yeah. Um, that one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That one makes a lot I of mean, sense. I the, mean, the theory that they threw to the public makes zero sense with yeah. the magic ball. I mean, yeah. that couldn't have been any further from the truth. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would have come up with something better than no that. No doubt. You know, and you've seen a thousand recreations of that. They've never got anybody to use a good rifle and, and recreate those shots that quick let alone that piece of shit that he had. Yeah. You know, know, they didn't inventory any of the ammo from that guy. Right. They never checked to see if he had a full clip or magazine or whatever we're calling them. Yep. You know, and that kind of makes sense on why the Secret Service wiped the car down so quick and why we we more or less contaminated the crime scene, like, to the 2,000th power. You know, it's like, yeah, that one, I could see that one being... Being true, you know. Yeah. Of course, then, you know, you get movies made later on that really have nothing to do with it, but kind of have something to do with it. You ever seen In the Line of Fire with Clint Eastwood? Nope, I haven't. My gosh. Okay. We're going to have a movie day. Yeah, you're going to have a movie day. So, long story short, he's a Secret Service guy in, like, modern times, like, in probably in the 80s, 90s, or whatever, but he was on duty back then with JFK. And uh, there's a new guy going after the president, so on and so forth, and it's a whole big deal. But anyway, it's a pretty good movie. Rene Russo, Clint Eastwood, it's a good movie. Uh, John Malkovich, I think, is in it. And, uh, you know, it, it does shed a little bit of, I won't call it light necessarily, but, you know, that basically those guys were were wore out, you know, from all the shit they were doing, and that's why they, they reacted so slowly, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, so it kind of ties into the, to that theory and whatnot, and I, I don't know. I read a good book. It didn't really didn't. It wasn't on the JFK assassination, but it was. I think it was called Five Presidents. So the guy that was on the back of that car that do, dives on the back of the car as it speeds away, it was about his life basically. That was that Clint Hill. 
Yes, I believe it was. He's from Aldemont. Really? That's where he was born and raised. No kidding. Yep. He comes back to the area about once a year and gives a big really? talk on that. Yep. It seemed like maybe I did realize that in the book at the time. Anyway, I mean, he just basically deals with him dealing with different presidents and how much stress that job had and yeah. so on and so forth and, and so on and so forth. He never really comes out and says how what a huge pain in the ass Lyndon Johnson was, but it's kind of implied. But, yeah. Yeah. But I know um, – Oliver Stone, I thought, done an excellent job on the movie JFK with yes. Kevin Costner. Yeah, that was phenomenal. And that's, I was young enough when that came out that I didn't appreciate it. You know what it was. Yeah, yeah, until I was 25 years old, you know. But it brings out a lot of good points that you never think about as a kid yeah. watching that, you know, like when he really focuses on his head going back and to yeah. the left or whatever it was, yeah. you know, that the shot had to come from the front. I mean, you can yeah. see it in slow motion, you know. Yeah. They weren't counting on somebody having a movie camera out there. Yeah, day. definitely back then. It, yeah. Mr. Zapruder was not uh, yeah, factored into that exactly. deal very well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now everybody would have a video. Oh, of God, it. yeah, the but, whole, yeah. It'd be interesting, though, to be a Secret Service guy. Like, you know, it was whatever it was 10 years ago now. It was after he was out of office, but, you know, Bill Clinton broke his leg on his yeah. morning jog or whatever, and... I had seen something on TikTok or, or maybe, I don't remember where I'd seen it, but it was basically them Secret Service guys were like, yeah, he wasn't on no morning or hunt. He yeah. was, I forget, he was down in the Bahamas or somewhere, a bunch of whores, you know, and yeah. he was out partying, he was drunk and fell down the yeah. stairs and everything else, you know. It, the secrets those guys would have to oh keep, God. like, would be terrible. Like, have you ever seen the movie The Last Boy Scout? I have not. Oh, my gosh. So it's an awesome Bruce Willis movie. Bruce Willis and Damon Wayans. Bruce Willis was on presidential detail. Well, he wasn't on presidential detail. I don't think. This congressman was smacking this girl around, and uh, he finally just dropped him, just popped his ass, and uh, obviously lost his job over it. <laughs> that congressman got him fired or whatever. But uh, you know, a ton of, of weird shit like that happens that they, they just can't say anything about. You know. Yeah. Because they're, I mean, they're literally sworn to secrecy. But I saw a, <laughs> a really funny TikTok the other day. It was a picture of Bill Clinton at the desk. And it's like, little known fact, there's actually two people in this picture. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah sure you can't enough. tell me the Secret Service didn't know what was going on in that deal. Like, yeah. They had to. Yep. You know, but. I, I wonder what that job entails now. So take whether it's. Trump, Obama, you know, a lot of these recent presidents, yeah. you know, I would think security is still pretty high. I mean, yeah, you know, a lot of people sure. hate him or whatever, but take like a Jimmy Carter. I mean, what what would that consist of nowadays being his secret service agent still to this? I mean, double checking the diaper changer. I mean, yeah, right. it's like, I don't know if that guy could draw a crowd of 500 people in a town of 700 people. Still, I mean, I, so he, he covers that a little bit in that book. Well, I mean, he doesn't, but the author does. That because they tried to get him to stay with Jackie O, maybe after that or whatever, and he wanted to stay on presidential detail or whatever. But the Kennedys liked him, whatnot, and they wanted to keep him, if I remember right. And it's been a long time since I read that book, but it's like, but that was kind of a shit job, like yeah, you know, still a necessary job, right? But not something you necessarily give to a top agent, and that would be. Like you said, that would be a, I'm going to guard this guy that's literally going to sit here and watch Wheel of Fortune yeah. <laughs> for the rest of the day. Yeah, you know, you know? I, I wonder how close a guy like 
with Jimmy Carter like that, you know, and I have no idea where he lives or what kind of a yeah. spread he lives in, but I mean, are they standing right outside the front door? Are they a block down the street? You know, I are mean, they sitting in a recliner next to yeah, him, knowing I mean, that nothing's going to happen. Right. And they're just hanging out, or yeah. You know, obviously, if a Trump, Obama, even George Bush Jr. goes out in public, yeah, they're going to have to have several agents around yeah. them for several years. Those yet. guys make a lot of appearances. They do a lot of stuff, but you know, somebody that's essentially we'll just call it spade a spade old. Yeah. You know, that's not going out that often. And hasn't been in public office for, I mean, I can't think that he knows a ton of secrets that are relevant today. No, I mean, you know, I don't know that he done anything after, after he lost the election to Reagan, did he? I mean, he was never, after that, he never done, he was he never just, like a. Just built houses, Tony. Yeah, I was going to say. Just built houses. Yeah. Yeah. But God, think of, think of what that costs, though. Oh my gosh. I mean, so yeah. for 42 years now, yeah. we've been paying a whole staff of people to follow this guy around. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Yeah. Well, and even the Kennedys would have been the same way because I assume did that carry over to Jackie Kennedy the rest of her life after John? Or, or I, would that, a, I would assume so. I didn't know after he was dead. I don't know it, at some point if if Onassis is like, I got more money than the government does. Yeah. I'll hire my own security. You guys can go home. I don't know if that's how it went or not. But, yeah, yeah I would assume they would have had to, to guard them for. And I guess how far down the chain does that go? So I like. Don't know. So, like, even to this day, you know, Caroline Kennedy, JFK's daughter, does she have Secret Service being a president's kid? I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I'm sure it's a line item in a budget somewhere, Tony. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. It's... <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know how all that works on that. But, that, you know, that is the one. I mean, that's why we never elect a young president, Tony. Exactly. Get these old guys. Yeah, you know, yeah. You don't have to put up with it. Uh-huh. You, don't to, you don't have to guard them that long. Yeah, but yeah, look what Obama's going to cost us. Oh I mean, my gosh, yeah. I, is he 50 years old yet? I mean, he'd yeah, be he close, wouldn't now. he? Yeah, probably is now. But if he's like the rest of the presidents, I mean, they've yeah. all lived up into their 90s damn near. I mean, the last recent ones, yeah. you know. I mean. Yeah. So yeah, that, Clearly, they don't have Obamacare. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. And I don't know what kind of security detail, like a Pelosi would have the rest of her life. I don't know. I don't, yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, I obviously have some, but I don't know. Yeah. Cost of mere millions to the U.S. taxpayer. Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, all those people got so much money that I'm sure they've got a team of private security as well. You know. Funny, I never see any of them with unarmed guards in electric vehicles just cruising around. Seems like they always got some... Evil SUV. Oh, yeah. With armed guards. Yeah, and those dangerous assault weapons yes. tucked under their trench coats. Yes, and they live in these gated communities, but walls don't work. I, I don't understand how that works. Yeah. Yep. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. There's a there's a ton of theories on the JFK thing, and that for a while I was enthralled with that. I mean, I, I'm still intrigued by it. But, I mean, I've read books on both sides of it. Like I say, you read anything long enough, like they almost get you convinced. Even the ones I read that, you know, basically were, oh, Oswald did it. They half-ass get you convinced by the end of the book, but then you're like, nah, you got a couple holes here, and then you read you read something the opposite way, and it's pretty easy to swing back around. But. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. And then, you know, you always go back to the ones with the bankers, you know, because JFK was bound and determined to get us off the Federal Reserve System started yeah. printing money backed by silver and the bankers wouldn't yeah. have that. And then I just seen the other day that 
it was one of the presidents of the World Bank or whatever was the only politician or the only non-politician on the Warren Warren Commission. Yeah. And it's like, this guy don't know shit for me. What the hell is he doing on the Warren Commission? Yeah. You know? So yeah. it, I, I think it's one of them deals that you can make whatever narrative fit the story if you look hard enough. It's yeah. going to be like, well, you know, I think this guy done it, and then I'm going to pick a part. Yeah, it's not Dragnet. We're not getting just yeah. the facts, man. Yeah. Well, even the Titanic. Like, yeah. So you've probably seen a ton of that on TikTok, you know, that that yeah. was actually the Olympic or Olympia or whatever it yeah. was. And, you know, all the people that were Once against the Federal, Federal Reserve yep. and this, that, the other, magically didn't get on the boat and yep. so on and so forth. And it's like, you know, that makes some sense, too. Like, I could yep. see them pulling it off, especially back then. It had been way easier to do. Oh, for sure. You know, there were some pictures, but not a lot of pictures. Like, probably could have pulled it off. But I don't know. It, plays into the fact that I hardly trust anybody I, I, That's how I am. You know? Well, and take all these JFK documents that they dumped. I mean, by now, we've never seen the originals, so we have nothing to compare, right? Yeah. So we could make these documents say whatever we wanted. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, we've literally had 40 years to. Yeah. To doctor them. Yeah. Yeah. It's different once you've seen the original, and then now you're like, well, this don't jive, but we don't know what the original says, so we can make the new one say. 26,000 pages on the world's most important person on how he got killed, and we can't solve it. Yeah. But you get some other yeah. random deal, bang, we got uh-huh. that and they hammered out in 20 minutes, you know. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little frightening, actually. Yeah. But, you know, the Kennedys, off. they pissed a lot of people off. Well, that I they mean, did. Well, I mean, him, his... Unwillingness to go into Vietnam didn't help his cause either. No. From a, I mean, he was in the right in that, on my opinion, being like, hey, we're not, we're, we're done yeah. here. We're not sending troops. We're done. We're going to. JFK was actually probably more conservative than any oh, Republican he, in he, Congress. He'd be, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah. He'd definitely be a Republican now. Yeah. But it's like, yeah. Now we're going to, we're going to go ahead and go through with this. We're just, you're just not going to be the guy that leads it. Yeah. Because you know, he didn't trust the government either. Right. You know, they got him in a whole Bay of Pigs bullshit deal and, and failed him miserably on a lot of fronts. And Yep. Yeah. That deal's actually pretty interesting. And I haven't done a great deal of studying on the Bay of Pigs. But for some of you younger listeners, you ought to, that was basically yeah. the big Cuban missile crisis. Yeah. But, yeah, they, they hung JFK out to fucking dry on that deal. Yeah. <laughs> big yeah. time. We're going to train these five goofballs. From this country to go in and take this force. Oh, it turns yeah. out they're not that good. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, CIA kind of blubbed that one a little bit. But, you know, they're notorious for Look what they've done to Ollie North. I mean, they yeah. they hung him out big time on the Iran-Contra. That was a huge deal, which that wouldn't even make the Oh, paper my God. Now. Christ, we just... We left we, more shit than that in Afghanistan. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Ten know? times more than that. Christ, we just traded the world's biggest yeah. weapons dealer. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At uh, Ollie North. Yeah. There's a fairly informative rap song about that, actually. The shit hit the fan, or uh, something about Oliver North, and the shit hit the fan, the superiors ran and left him out, you know. Yep. And it's true. Like, I remember seeing video after video of him testifying in full yeah. military uniform or whatever, yeah. just getting just getting the shit kicked out of him on it. You know? It's funny if you watch that long enough on any of them people, when they get tied in with the CIA or however that goes down, 
they make him out to be the bad guy. And then 25 years later, it comes to find out the CIA is running drugs, running yeah. guns. You know, they're the ones doing all this shit. Yeah. They needed a fall guy. Well, and it, that whole deal, we were actually playing it pretty good. We were we were funding both sides. We're like, well, right. shit, we'll just let them shoot each other. Yeah. You know? Oh, well, we can't be doing that. Yeah. It was fine until we got caught. Exactly. You know, you can't tell me we sh- we're still not doing that in a ton I mean, of places. Yeah, I mean, to me, it wouldn't be no different today if let's just pretend that China and Russia was going to get into a big yeah. pissing match. Hell yeah. Yeah. Let you two tear each other yeah. apart. That's fine with me. Get after it. Yeah. Almost like uh, Ukraine and Russia. Yeah. yeah. Let you guys battle it out. Wouldn't you love to know the database that the CIA has on every single American I mean, you know, I guarantee you they know they're not supposed to operate on American soil. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And of course, you know, all they done then after 9-11, everybody panicked, you know, and was just willing to sign over all their freedoms. You know, we do the Homeland Security deal. Yeah. Surveillance and all that. I guarantee you they know what kind of credit card you use, how often you use it, if you make the payment on time, what you're buying. I mean, they know everything. Everything. Yeah. It's all out there. And, you know, now the, which... I do need to clear this up, too. A lot of people's talking about this TikTok ban, you know, that the government's really pushing now. That's only on government device. That's not a – or the current bill that's getting all the yeah. attention right now, that's not for you and I. That's – you cannot have the TikTok app downloaded on any government equipment is what that well, I is. I kind of see that. I'll be honest with you. On government equipment, they shouldn't have any social media. Well, I agree. I'm the same way. Not – I think it's a slippery slope, and I think they'll try to push it in other fashions, but that's no different than company A, B – C D E F G saying, Hey, on your company phone, like Yeah. You've, no, got, I, you've got our app, right. you've got the internet, and I, you, and I you thought can text the same and call. Thing. This is a government I computer, you're supposed to be doing work on it. What the hell is TikTok doing? That's no that? different than you, you know, you've got a government job or a company job of some fashion that provides you with a vehicle and you're running an Uber business on the side in the yeah. evenings. Like that's not really Yeah, that wasn't what it was intended. No. No. <clears throat> But, yeah, that's what that's all about. I mean, they had a big thing about it on the news that, and specifically said that, that that it's not for individuals. It's TikTok on government-owned equipment. Yeah. But, you know, when did the government ever give a shit about you and I's privacy? I mean, they're probably just pissed because they're not the ones mining it. You know, now they're just going to buy it have from China. Have you ever seen Enemy of the State? That I have seen with okay. Will Smith and Gene Hackman, yes. I, I got to think there's 90% truth in that. Yeah, there's a Fort Meade somewhere. <laughs> you uh, know, somewhere there's a computer that's monitoring that shit, and they're, they're picking up on all what we said now. But I, I got to think that that's happening. I mean, yeah. that just makes good sense well, at, at it, some level. It never <laughs> fails. I mean, the, the original purpose of it made good sense. Right. If you were to go out and commit some heinous crime or uh, you know a threat against a politician or whatever, they're going to go back and they're going to have every conversation, text yeah. message, phone call that you've done in the last 10 years. Yeah. I mean. Absolutely. So, yeah, don't tell me that they're not recording all this shit yeah. somewhere. There, there's. Have you ever seen the TV show Alias? Very, very little, but I do know what you're talking about. So in that, they called it Echelon or whatever, and it would pick up keywords. So if they wanted to, tr- if they thought something was getting ready to happen, they would pump this keyword into that it picked up on. And it basically monitored every phone conversation that was happening across the every line they could monitor. Yep. And looking for this keyword. Yep. You know. And it might be, you know, tractor today. Right. You know, they're they're looking for a forty four thirty. Yeah. And they pump in tractor forty four thirty, you know, and they're and they're picking up on that. But but uh I suspect it's a little more in depth than that. Yeah. But it makes you wonder how deep this goes. 
Like they've talked about fingerprints. You know, they said anybody with a smartphone, the government's got your fingerprint every time you yeah. swipe the screen. And I believe that. There, I'm yeah. sure the technology is there for that, no problem. But I'll give you an example. So town 30 miles north of here, Decatur, yep. you know, it's a cesspool. Um, I don't know, two, three days ago, some random guy, 56 years old, got hit. He was out walking. Somebody mowed him over, killed him, but didn't stop. Well, tonight, they end up, found a guy and arrested him. And they showed an aerial map as to where this happened at. It was in this part of town, you know, just your typical main drag through town, you know. And it makes you, you know, now how does that work? You know, somewhere there had to be a bunch of cameras that have... Well, there's stoplight cameras, et cetera. I mean, traffic cameras are everywhere in towns. Right. So, I mean... You know, they got to be recording all this shit and going back through it. I mean, yeah. And I, I don't remember what time of day it happened or, or however that was, but, you know, how do you start going through car by car by car by car to to figure that? I mean, yeah. I don't know. It It's weird to me. Yeah. Everything's on film now. Uh, yeah. The in whole, a city. Video. Yeah. In a city for sure. Yeah. But even in the country, like if I wanted to walk four miles straight south of your house, I bet I come across three three trail cams. Oh, for sure. In that amount of time, you know. Yep. It's everywhere. I mean, I even told my nephew, I'm like, so where can I get out and take a leak when I'm farming on these fields? Right. <laughs> you don't have a picture of me. Right. <laughs> Taking a leak, you know. Eventually, yep. I'm going to have to get out, you know. I got one here, here, and here. I'm, I know he was lying to me. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I'm like, yeah, I'll just tuck in between the duels uh-huh. here and I always love those movies that get really deep into, like, CIA and government. Oh, for sure, yeah. You know, and this would just be purely an example is, you know, somehow somebody thought this up years ago that, you know, hey, if we sell these game cameras, you know, that, hey, you can track your deer and this and that. Yeah. We know there's going to be X amount of people who get caught on them, and we can build a database against this guy that, you know, he's been caught here, here, and here. And, or we're going to do this Facebook deal yeah. where it's this age challenge and you show us when you got on Facebook to what yeah. you look like now and yeah. now we've got all your yep. faces. And then we're going to do these fun little quizzes that yeah. tell us your first car and your mother's maiden yeah. name and all these security code passwords, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, no that they always have. It always cracks me up. I'm like, and mother's maiden name is a security code question to all that yeah. shit, you know, one of the options. And it's funny. And I'm like, everybody's dying to fill those out. And I, I still see them to this day. Not near as much as I did 10 years ago, but I still see them today. But that's that's the one question. They always slip that in at, like, number 10, you know? Yeah. It's always starting out dog's name, school, mascot, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Mother's maiden name, yeah. first car. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to believe that these scammers are, are picking up on this. Well, yeah. they're the ones that designed it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yep. That's why my whole Facebook or all my social media is just a mockery of everything. It's just bullshit that, you know, one day I'm telling the biggest lie in the world. The next day, it's here. you know, you, you got to keep, I mean, yeah, you, you got to keep bouncing yeah, it. You can't put your whole life story on there. No, for sure. But, you know, it, it ain't no different than people that don't want a smartphone because the government can track you or ain't getting on Facebook. Uh, trust me, they've, they've already got your number a long time ago. Yeah, but they're driving around a car that has OnStar. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, now I'm not getting a smartphone, but I've got I've got an Escalade. Yeah, yeah. You know, now they're they're tracking you either way. You know. Yep, they can hear every conversation in that car and everything else. Yeah. It, if they want to, I'm sure they can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's scary. The only thing that saves your ass a little bit is there's so much of it it would take a lifetime to get through. It would, yeah. You know, unless they're yep. looking for something in particular. Yep. Yeah. But that's why a lot of these people. 
you know, anytime. So like here in Illinois, when there's a potential gun ban coming, this and that, they immediately start putting all over Facebook. Well, I'm hiding my guns and they're, you know, it's like, just don't say any, just shut up. Don't mm-hmm. say anything. Mm-hmm. Stop. You know, yeah. you're just incriminating yourself on all that. You just don't yeah. say a word. Yeah. Yeah. Because now you've just admitted that you own guns because yeah. I'm going to hide my gun. You know what I mean? Just don't say anything. I always Shut get up. a little chuckle out on TikTok like, oh, you know, we got her loaded to, to whatever weight that's a little bit over the weight. And I'm like, why would, why would you tell people that? Like, yeah. but that, that's just a bad idea. You know, it happens, but you don't have to advertise it, you know. Oh, because I guarantee you on some of that, and I'm probably as guilty as anybody. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have we to all, look. We all are on some level. But, you know, you ever have a wreck in a semi like that, and they start flipping back through social media. Well, you're overweight this day, this day, this day, this day, and this day. Wonder where you're at today. You know, yeah. they don't look good. I'm not saying they can pin that against you, but when you're standing before a jury and I somebody's dead. I believe there was a deal not too far from here. And I don't know this for sure. I had a guy tell me this deal, so I, and I didn't research it at all, so. Take it as, you know, complete hearsay if we're getting down to the court of law. But I think this young gentleman had done a couple of, I believe, TikToks about driving a semi. Well, he wasn't old enough. And he got a little bit of trouble for that. It's like if you just kept your, you know, probably a fine driver, but got his ass popped on it, you know. Sometimes you just got to be quiet. Yeah, I just seen a deal here a while back. Wasn't that long ago, just a week or two. Somebody, I think it was on a national level, incriminated the piss out of themselves on Facebook. You know, it was kind of a sort of, not really a cold case, but it was one of them deals the cops was having a real hard time figuring out. Yeah. I don't remember if it was a murder or what it was. And then some clown posted something on Facebook. You know, didn't admit to it or nothing like that. But it kind of threw up a red flag, and boy, yeah. then they started then they connecting the, the dots, and then it, yeah. that was it. So, then there you go. Social media can be fun, but you can't take it serious. You, you can't know, take it, it serious. It's fine you if you're to run your life. Yeah, and if your brother lives five states away, and and you know, and you want to see his kids, yeah, on it, you know, that's fine. But as far as don't be on there trying to conduct business and yeah, and. And that's why I left Facebook the first time was the politics. And I was as bad as anybody, you know, bitching and screaming on there. But it, you just got to, it's, yeah. it's purely entertainment. You got to leave it at that. I mean, I'll know? be honest with you. That's why I don't post a lot. Like, yeah. I know I should, but it just wears me down at some level. Yeah. yeah. I generally don't scroll Facebook at all. I post a video, get off, very seldom check the comments. Honestly, the whole reason I got on Facebook was for Marketplace because, yep. let's face it, try to buy a paper with classified ads in it. These yeah, days. you can't. They don't exist. So if you're looking to buy or sell anything, you know, it's Marketplace or some digital platform of some fashion, but generally yep. it's on Marketplace. Like, wonder how, like, Craigslist and them even keep going now. I, I mean, I, it's basically done now. It's all scam shit. I don't say. You know, it it you doesn't know, even hardly exist anymore. I like the Marketplace. There was a time where Craigslist was great, but those days are over. Once that marketplace took off, that pretty much squashed that. I mean, mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, for sure. I never knew what Facebook marketplace was. I'd never been on it. I mean, I'd had Facebook for probably 10 years or thereabouts, and then I deleted it, but I'd never been on marketplace. And then when I got back on Facebook here a year ago or however long that's been now, um, somebody had said something, and I didn't know what it was, but that deal on that dozer, I when I bought it there a week ago, that's the first time I'd ever been on marketplace. Was yeah. like, week 10 days ago 
A buddy of mine got a Facebook account for the sole purpose of Marketplace. He doesn't accept friend requests. He doesn't. He has zero friends. He didn't. He's like, I got it for Marketplace because my wife wouldn't let me on hers anymore because I was screwing up her feed. Yeah. <laughs> she didn't want to see four wheelers and right. old trucks and this, that, and the other. So he's like, she finally laid, drew a line in the sand. It's like, you're not getting on mine anymore. I'll be dang. Get your own. He's like, so I've got one. Yep. I just. I don't acknowledge anything. I don't. I don't even have a feed. <laughs> really? really, he's like, I. I have yeah. marketplace. You know. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of neat from what I've seen. Yeah. I mean, a lot of decent stuff. So. Yeah. For I mean, I'm, there's a ton of scam stuff on there too. But is there? But yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. But you can kind of weed through it fairly easy. Well, and a lot of that stuff. I'm. I'm more of a local shopper. Like you know, when I was looking for dozers, it's like I'm not going yeah. to Tennessee. You know. But but let's say. I, like your M&W oil pan. Yeah. Okay, let's just use that for a good example. Yep. Okay, maybe there's none within 50 miles of right. You can't local shop because it doesn't exist, but you get on, you get in some group, and you're like, hey, you know, the, there's an M&W group that yep. I'm in on Facebook, yep. and there is a ton of, of new old stock yep. slash good used M&W shit in there all the time. Yep. You know? So it is good for that. But most of that shit, like if you, if you don't happen to open it, the second a guy posts something, shit out of luck yeah like, you are. if it's anything of any value that's if it's even anywhere close to priced right it's gone and i don't care if you're looking for a, a bass boat or a four-wheeler yep or you know a pickup truck whatever it is like you got to be one of the first three people or you're probably shit out of luck and yep. that's all i mean who has the time to sit there and scroll it all well day? that's like, just it it's just yeah. sheer dumb luck on some of that on the timing it is and some of that too, it, it makes you wonder how much time people spend. So, like, take this dozer that I bought. That I, I could weed that out pretty quick, you know, because you've got your search radius, yeah. you know. And once it got, you know, past about a two- to three-hour drive from here, it's like, I'm yeah. not interested. I don't care what it is. I'm not, yeah. I'm not doing it, you know. But that's not really a dime a dozen item. You know, take a four-wheeler. You're going to buy a Honda 300 four-wheeler. Yeah. I mean, hell, there might be... 350 of them things yeah. within two hours of here. I mean, yeah, it's just nuts. Gives you options that way, I guess. Yeah. It's amazing how the internet or even as simple as Facebook has changed commerce. Yes, for sure. You know. It, yeah. The internet, and I don't know in the end if it was for the better. Right. But it's definitely changed it. And it, and it keeps evolving on the ways that it changes it. You know. In years past, look, let's say you're looking for a, I mean, dozer's a little harder to haul. I mean, yours isn't super big, and you were going to go get it yourself. But let's just say you're looking for a, a 6430 John Deere loader tractor. All right. In the past, you'd have drove 10 miles that way, 10 miles that way, 10 miles that way, 10 miles that way. Okay, they got one. They don't. They got one. I picked the best one of the two. That's what I'm getting. Now it's like, okay, well, if it's a good enough deal, I'll have a ship from North Dakota. Yeah. I'll have a ship from Georgia. I don't give a shit. It's amazing how machinery travels the country now. A lot further. And that's why a lot of places that didn't have whatever weed or disease or this, that, and the other, now they've got it. Yeah. You know, because Joe Blow bought a N6 Gleaner in bumfuck nowhere, and now it's up here, shitting seed out up here, and now we've got, you know, Palmer Amarath or, yep. you know, Waterhemp yep. or whatever it is, you know. That's like when Mike Burkhart had his sale there in southern Indiana in 2020 or 21, whatever it was. You know, he, 
his grain cart was nothing special. I think it was a thousand bushel J and M or whatever it was. Went to the state of Washington. Yeah, it's like you couldn't find a fucking grain cart <laughs> between here and Washington. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it was nice. Don't get me Sometimes wrong. Sometimes you can't though. I mean, I, I guess. I mean, I bought some stuff from fair, far, fairly far away before, and I, I buy a ton of stuff. You know, what we'll call reasonably close, but. It's all about being in the right place at the right time now. It's an internet world, and, and things are things are drastically different. But I would say, in general, things that are pushed hard on the internet, online sales, whatever, <clears throat> excuse me, go far away. Like, yeah. if it's getting bought local, it's sold before an auction or... Cause you, let's say you're having an auction tomorrow, okay? And you're going to line all this stuff up. I already told you tonight, I want your backhoe, I want your bulldozer, I want this, that, and the other, you know. If you're going to yeah. sell this stuff, let me know. So that stuff doesn't even make the auction, potentially, yeah. you know. And, you know, the rest of the stuff that's on the auction, like, well, you know, nobody's saying anything to me about item ABC, whatever it was. And then it goes to the state of Washington or this, that, and the other. I mean, it it's definitely spread the market out a lot. Yeah, big time. Yeah. I had a truck driver tell me the other day he was hauling some grain for me. He had an old M and W chisel plow, one of them. Yeah, nothing special. Earthmaster or something. Yeah, or yeah, I think it was an Earthmaster. And phone rang one day. Some guy come from Ohio, pulling home with his pickup truck. And yeah, it's like, gee, many Christmas. I did. I there ain't no way I'm personally gonna hook onto a chisel plow that's I don't know what that thing was, twelve foot wide, where yeah. it was, and go from here to Ohio on two lane roads with a chisel plow behind a pickup truck. I'm not doing it. <laughs> There's I, still plenty of people that do that, but. In general, it doesn't happen like that anymore. Like the days of just pulling it out in your front yard, putting a for sale sign in the yard, that still works, and you can still sell, still sell things that way. But a lot of that stuff, I mean, you've opened yourself up to a whole bigger market. And some of that stuff, like, I don't have a good good example off the top of my head, but let's say it's something that got phased out here, but it's becoming popular over there. Well, if I'm just trying to sell it locally... Nobody wants it because we're not doing that here right. anymore. A no-till drill. Yeah. A no-till drill. Couldn't give one away. There was a time where everybody in the world bought one new, looking for a great used one so in our immediate area. Yeah, when we were 10, 12 years old, if you didn't they're, have a no-till drill. They're, they're going to take your license to farm. Yep. You wouldn't even be able to cut hair. Yeah, exactly. You know? But now. Couldn't give one away. No. Unless the guy's buying it to seed some waterways or something odd. But they're not planning Thousands of acres yep. with a 15-foot no-till drill anymore in our, in our area. But there's area ABC that that's a hot ticket, so the Internet has opened that up to where you can buy those, you know. When mobile plows quit being used around here, they either got scrapped or got fence road or just parked in a shed deep somewhere. But now you get on the Internet, and it's like, well, wouldn't mind having one of those, whether it's for a plow day or whatever. I mean, maybe not plowing, but... Now you're willing to look further because yeah, lining, lining the trucking up is way easier. You know, in the old days, it's like, well, shit, how am I going to get this yeah. home? Who do you call? I don't have anybody to call. You know, I, I called Bill. Bill doesn't want to go get it. He only goes 300 miles from here, and this thing's 500 miles from here. Now you just, you know, you're on Tractor House. You click the ship app. They find somebody, bing, bang, boom, it's on a truck. Next thing you know, it shows up at your house three days later. Is that get, how that works on that? It, it, it can. Really? Yeah. I didn't know how that. I've, never... I, I've got, I don't generally do that. I've, I've got truckers that I sure. work with on that stuff. But, yeah, it can. I mean, they'll, they'll line it right up on there. Really? There's 
a division for that and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, you ship, I've used that a few times. I found a, one of the best triggers I've ever worked with randomly. I think it was on you ship where you can just put it out there. Here's the item I've got. I needed it moved from here to here. They here's bid. what it is. And they bid it and this, that, and the other. And I could tell instantly from this guy's communication that he knew exactly what I was talking about and was around farm machinery. These other guys are like, you know, probably perfectly fine shippers. Right. They're going to show up to put a 28 and a half foot disc in a little box but, trailer. But they yeah. didn't have a clue what I was trying to move. Yeah. And it was a little bit of a somewhat unique item. It was like tractor parts. It wasn't a full tractor. And uh, this guy messaged me. He's like, so from what I gather, this is what you're trying to do. And, and laid it all out. I'm like, yep, that's exactly right. And he wasn't the cheapest bid, but he was for sure the only guy that knew what the hell was going on. And I've used him. Oh, probably 10 times since. No kidding. You know, it's funny how those relationships end up. My years and years and years ago, my brother brought a 504 in Texas. And uh, I don't know how he found this trucking company, but this little boy brought it up. He's like, why would you haul this piece of shit all the way from, you know? And it really all it needed was the tires aired up and, and a little bit of work or whatever. It was straight. And uh, we've since repainted it or whatever. It's not a full restoration, but it's close. <laughs> and uh, nice little tractor. And, uh, you know, we hit it off. We bullshitted there a little bit. I bet I used that guy. He's passed away now, God rest his soul. But I bet I had that guy haul in probably 50 things for me. Really? After that. Yeah. I used him all the time after that. It, he had a big company at that time, and it was super odd for him to be the one bringing it at that time. But as he got older, he kind of downsized, and he just cherry-picked the loads. But I always called him because that was my point of contact. And he always brought the shit. He never sent anybody else. He's like, oh, I like, I like coming to your place and this, that, and the other. And that's who I always used for years. He, he would, he would uh, always did me a solid and, and was a good dude, capable of running equipment. Like I sent a tractor to the port one time. A guy in Argentina bought this tractor from us. And thank God I used him because he actually knew how that whole system worked. This guy allegedly had everything lined up, but I just had to get it to point B. When we got it there, well, then there was a little bit more to that, but fortunately this guy was competent, and we had a close enough relationship that he went ahead and went the extra mile to make it all work out. And it's nice to see those deals come around once in a while. Yeah, You know, it, it's hard to... You don't get that just picking random Joe Blow off the internet yeah. sometimes, you know. I can't imagine in 1989 if I just stood there and talked to my grandpa and said, hey, got a real nice tractor down in South Texas. You got to look at buying that. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, no shit. wouldn't even have. Yeah. I mean, he looked at it like he had 10 heads. I mean, yeah, at that point in time, if you'd have told him it was in St. Louis, he'd yeah. be like, yeah, cool story, bro. Yeah. I don't care if they're giving it away. Yeah, you're I'm, right. I'm yeah. not, I'm not bringing it home from St. Louis. Yeah. You know? Like it just didn't happen. Yeah, that's two hours away. I mean, you wouldn't yeah. even have dreamed of it. No. That's like four tires on a trailer, two 350 Chevys. Yeah. I know, mean, it, it was a day it. and a half. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. were going to. It was going to be a big deal. Yeah. 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 You leave at noon one day, get down there, spend the night, load this fucker up. <laughs> yeah. Time you had all your blown tires and shit. Yeah. Be home late the next night. Yeah. Pulling a gas pump, shove a, yeah. shove a hose in each side, somebody's dually, 454. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this this is it works different now. Yeah, and and these companies, you know, they like you say that it's not just a localized trucking company. You know, the guy he'll go from North Carolina to North Dakota. It don't yeah, matter to it. Don't you matter know. to him. Yeah. 
Yeah. Usually your big savings on that deal is if you're not in a hurry. If it can be a backhaul for somebody, then you can usually save some coin. If you're like, hey, in the next 30 to 45 days, if you can move this from there to here, you know, oh, yeah, if I can work that in, yeah, and they usually find a way, you know. But uh, by and large, I've worked with several people on the on the shipping side of things, of, of tractors, et cetera, et cetera. And I, all of them have, for the most part, have been really, really good. I've uh, I've worked with with a lot of good ones. Has internet hurt like tractor sales? And I guess I shouldn't say hurt because maybe it's more of a volume deal. But like nowadays, it's like you got to have this thing priced right because you're comparing it with five thousand others. You know? I, I think what it's done is averaged the price out. Yeah. So you've got a nice one. Bill's got a mediocre one. Jim's got a piece of shit. But they all have 3,500 hours on them or 5,000 hours on them or whatever. Well, in the in the internet market, okay, let's see. Yours is worth 50. His is worth 45. And the other one's worth 40. Yours really should be worth 55, maybe. But in the online world, I don't know that it necessarily brings that because, well, shit, I can buy this one for 40. You know, some of that, I think, I think where it, it goes on the other flip side of that is in the online auction market where you've exposed it to all these people. And then there gets to be a little bit of competition. Like there's no competition and you go into Sloan's and trying to buy a tractor, right? Like they give you the price. Yep. Okay. I'll think about it. Maybe I buy it. Maybe I don't. You get an online auction. You're like, I'm only giving 50 grand for this tractor. Bill's got this tractor for sale. It's worth 50 grand. That's my max bid. Bid to 50. Tom, whatever, another bid 51. Yeah, tell with it. I'll bid 52. Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah, let me just put me 500 bucks. Yeah. I'll go 53. You know? Right. I'm tired of looking. And the competition yep. thing kind of kicks yep. in. And I think that's where internet auction stuff ends up getting you a little bit more because you don't want to lose. Yeah. You know? Makes sense. I think that's where a little bit of that kicks in. And let's face it, farmers love to buy from other farmers because they always think the dealer's trying to get them. Oh, yeah. Which I always laugh on that deal because I see both sides. And I'm like, they'll give way more for it on an auction. Goes, my God, that guy was using it. Yeah, he was. Man, serviced it in three years. Yeah. We're the one on, the, on your dealer's lot that's 20 miles from your house has been serviced, ready to go. And if it shits the bed, the dealer's probably going to help you out, especially if you're a decent customer. But you'll buy one from Joe Blow in North Dakota that's, you know, on a dairy farm that hasn't been shut off since 1987 because that guy's using it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he is using it, but he's quit using it because, well, he wants to get the hell rid of it, you know. Truthfully, some of the most dishonest people I've ever met are farmers. <laughs> well, I mean, truthfully. We just had this conversation today. Usually the farmers that got to go see it, can't buy it off, can't buy it without seeing it, got to go see it, nitpick it to death, beat you down, and, and can't make a decision on it, and, you know, got to go look three or four times or whatever, are the same guys that you never want to buy anything yep. from. Because of... The reason they're doing that is because they know what they would do if they were selling it. Exactly. You know, I buy a, a lot of stuff over the years, sight unseen, from people I trust. And a lot of those, it might be the first time I've ever talked to, but you can usually tell. If you do it long enough, you can usually tell. I just had a deal the other day. Never talked to this guy before in my life. Bought a deal. He missed something that he had, had it advertised one way. 
it showed up it was not that way. Totally took care of it, made it right. Never met the guy in my life. Might never talk to him ever in person. Totally made it right. But I could tell when I talked to him initially, that sounds like a pretty good all right dude. And you could get burnt on that. But, sure you can. But in general, in the ag world, I've always had pretty good luck. In the semi-world, I don't believe a damn thing they're saying. Yeah. I would. I don't believe anything they say. That That's a totally different deal. And you do have that too nowadays if it's a business like this deal that you and I'm not asking, but you know, if that's a dealership, we can reach people more with the internet now too because you can, bur- you can burn them quick. Yep, exactly. Sickle gets stuck in your header cart. Next thing you know, you're not happy about it. Exactly. You can burn them pretty quick. Yeah, yep. for sure. Yeah, like I said, this guy seemed to be up. And I, I knew a guy in his area, and he's the one that put me on to it. Or I, I had picked this item out. I knew this guy lived close. I said, hey, who do I talk to at this store? He's like, here's the guy I deal with. Great dude. So I had that relationship, you know, in a roundabout way. I mean, he was 100% correct. Great guy. You know, he calls me tomorrow. I was like, hey, I'm traveling through. I blew a tire. I'll take him a tire. Yeah. Like, you know. Well, some of that, too. I always had pretty good luck. They've almost, once, once the item shows up at your place, they've about got to make it right now. Because otherwise, you're like, well, this ain't what I bought, so just load the piece of shit back up. And yeah. Now we're paying the trucking both ways. Yeah. I didn't get it sold. So they got to walk a fine line there, too, at some point. It's like, well, let's just make the guy happy, and yeah. I'm going to have to eat a little bit and move on. Yeah. It'd be different if it's a $50,000 motor. but yeah. you know. This was a simple oversight, yeah. and I completely understand how, how it got missed. And he, you know, he we were, everybody was on the same page. It worked out just perfectly yeah. fine. But uh, it doesn't always go that way. But but now you wouldn't hesitate buying again. No, I'd tell buy your buddy, him. hey, I'd, go I'd, check yeah, this guy. You I'd know. buy it from him again tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That shit yeah. usually comes around. I for the most part. Like. Yeah, I don't have too much trouble with it. But. Well, we better wrap this one. Yeah, up. goddamn, we've almost went two hours on this. one. Yeah, we've covered everything from JFK yeah. to farm equipment uh, on the internet. Exactly. So, uh, Everybody yeah. bitching want a new podcast. Yeah. Well, fucking here you go. Yeah. Yeah, Take let, us, that. let us know if you made it to the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> if you did, the next one will be three hours. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we probably ought to knock this one off and call it a day, I guess. So, Thanks for tuning in again. Yep, we will see you guys next time. Everybody have a Merry Christmas if we don't talk to you. <laughs>